faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. This is a major national security failure. There's no way you can dress this up, Dana, by the fact that we finally shot the balloon down, but it had already had completed its mission. And the reality is, when you look at it, the, the entire nation witnessed a balloon, a spy balloon, over our country for almost a week. That's a psychological victory, you know, for the Chinese. I mean, there's a sense of vulnerability that China has a spy plane here, and we're not doing anything about it. The American people are questioning, why aren't we? The balloon left mainland China on 21 January, and for seven days it was en route to the United States off the coast of the Aleutian Islands. NORAD, which is responsible for tracking nuclear ballistic missiles and nuclear bombers, certainly had the capability to track that every single minute, leading to the United States for seven days. What were we thinking during that time frame, and why didn't we make the decision to take this balloon out as it approached the United States? They're trying to minimize it by saying, well, it only passed over the Aleutian Islands for a few minutes. Well, we had seven days we were tracking it. And that, the American people are owed this explanation. That was General Jack Keene on Fox News. And the good news is, General Jack, we've actually got an explanation for why the Biden administration did nothing. They wanted to take the humiliation in stride and go on with their proposed China trip that our Secretary of State was supposed to go on. What you saw here is this administration bending over backwards to keep from doing anything that would upset the Chinese in any way. Never mind that the entire country is upset over this. Why did they not want to upset the Chinese? Because Biden Inc. is in the middle of pulling off its biggest grift ever. More on that in a minute. But let's start with the obvious. The shocking fact that once the whole country became aware of this balloon, that the Biden administration clearly tried to hide from us. They weren't going to tell anyone or do anything about it while it drifted over our most sensitive facilities or near them. What was so shocking, I think, is even after it was discovered, they spent days trying to figure out ways to justify not shooting it down. But as Jack Keane pointed out, Those excuses included, well, you know, it'll have a large debris field. We can't shut it down over land. Never mind it had gone over the tundra and the mountains in Alaska. It would have been easy to shoot it down there. No, no, no. They said we've got to wait till it gets over open water, where they ultimately shot it down off the coast of South Carolina. But wait, wasn't the balloon over open water off the waters of Alaska? American waters? But but, 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 but they said we didn't have a good shot. (laughs) Sure. Right. Okay. Well, then why not shoot it down as it entered our airways or before? Simply give the Chinese who were piloting the thing a warning. Either turn it around or we're shooting it down. This is but a small collection of what military experts offered this week and people who know what they're talking about. But in the end, it was clear. They didn't want to ask the Chinese to turn it around. They didn't want to ask the Chinese to land it. They didn't even want to warn the Chinese Turn it around. Think about this. They could have done this without telling the public anything. They could have simply said to the Chinese, very easy, pick up the phone, make a phone call, turn that thing around or we're shooting it down. They could have done any of that, but they didn't. Do you know why? They didn't want to upset the Chinese. That's what's so shocking. That's why this is striking such a chord with people, even Americans who, I mean, everybody's talking about it. Even Americans weren't that political because they get 
what this means. And then it got really twisted. The guy who said this. China is going to eat our lunch. Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. But guess what? They're not a they're, they're not they're competition for us. That guy did something insane. So it's Friday. He said absolutely nothing about this. He's talking to the DNC Democrat National Committee. He doesn't bring up the balloon at all, but he tells one of his favorite lies. It's been debunked many times before, including by the Washington Post. But like a lot of his compulsive lies, because he's not, he's a clinical compulsive liar. He can't stop telling it. In this particular lie, he and Chairman Xi, the head of China, are very good friends. Such good friends that they've traveled 17,000 miles together. They just travel together because they're friends. And, well, I'll let him tell you the rest of the story. Keep in mind, this has already been debunked by the Washington Post. This is where his adult mind is as the Chinese are flying over our top secret military facilities. He's talking about what a great friend Chairman Xi is or what a great friend he imagines him to be since none of this happened. I've always believed we could define America in one world. I spent a lot of time with Xi Jinping when I was vice president the last couple of years. And Barack asked me to spend time with him. I mean it sincerely. So I traveled 17,000 miles. I met with him more than any other world leader. Now over 80 hours, 68 of which are in person. Just me and an interpreter, and he had a simultaneous interpreter. We were in the Tibetan plateau, and he looked at me and said, can you define America for me? I mean it sincerely. Give me my words of advice. I said, yes, one word. Possibilities. That's why we, in many cases, reviewed as the ugly Americans. Okay, literally none of that ever happened. The two of them once went to the same destination um, and traveled a lot of miles to get there, but they didn't do it together. They never sat on a plateau or had that conversation. It's all a lie. But again, it's what Biden didn't say that's so shocking. He didn't call China out, didn't condemn their incursion. He did praise the military jet that blew him out of the air, but that was it. Okay, first. What are the Chinese actually doing here? Marco Rubio, senator from Florida, Republican, actually nailed this, I think. He said, look, they've got the technology to spy on us other ways. They don't need to do this. But this is what they're really doing. This flight is a demonstration to the world of the command and the control that they have over the U.S. government and over the top heads of our government, that they can go anywhere they want and do anything they like on our soil. This, at a gut level, is what was so shocking to people. People who don't even follow politics much. It's why everyone was paying attention to it. It was, quite frankly, a public witch slap of Joe Biden. In fact, Rubio said, that message, not spying, is its main purpose. I think what's embedded here is a clear message. It's not a coincidence that this happens leading up to the State of the Union address, leading up to Blinken's visit to China. The Chinese knew that this was going to be spotted. They knew that we were going to have to react to it. They flew it over military installations and sensitive sites across, right across the middle. I mean, look at the flight path of this thing. It's a diagonal shot right through the middle of the continental United States. And the message embedded in this to the world is we can fly a balloon over airspace of the United States of America, and they won't be able to do anything about it to stop us. They calculated this carefully with a message embedded in it, and I think that's the part we can't forget here. It's not just the balloon. It's the message they're trying to send the world 
that Amer- we can do whatever we want and America can't stop us. And also that America won't stop us. Can you imagine China or Russia allowing us to do this to them? It would never happen. And here's who the audience for that message was, Rubio says. Beyond just the ability to collect information, it is the, the, the ability to send a, a clear message, and that is that we have the ability to do this, and America can't do anything about it. If they're not going to be able to stop a balloon from flying over U.S. airspace, how is America going to come to your aid if we invade Taiwan or take land from India or take islands from the Philippines and Japan? And, and I think the fact that they would do that leading up to State of the Union, leading up to what was then Blinken's scheduled visit, none of that is a coincidence. And we need to understand clearly there was messaging behind this. In fact, Rubio said that's why the flight path was chosen. Chuck Todd said, bah, 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 when he's interviewing Rubio, bah, 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 you know, they, this one of these balloons might have come over a little bit, a little incursion into territory under Trump. Now, the story, and I'm sure it's a lie, it's got the hallmarks of one. From an anonymous official is that, oh, well, you know, it did, did, did. These Chinese balloons did go over during the Trump administration, but uh, nobody told Trump. So, yeah, but these weren't major incursions, as Rubio points out. The Pentagon says that they know of the Chinese doing this at least four other times previously. Once at the beginning of the Biden administration, three times during the Trump administration. It seems to be you're saying, oh, you're saying no, that's not true. But in any case, is, is the is the no, I know what difference? I'm saying. OK, well, the difference is this. Are we aware? Have we seen the Chinese fly these balloons in the past? Yes. I think there's even Twitter pictures of it flying at one point uh, off the coast of the U.S. Uh, down south somewhere. The, the, the existence of the balloons is not a mystery to people in, in, the, in, in that field. What, what we've never seen, what is unprecedented, and whoever the source was at the Department of Defense would have to acknowledge this, what is unprecedented is a balloon flight that entered over Idaho and, and flew over Montana, over all these sensitive military installations, Air Force bases, ICBM fields, Right across the middle of the country. That has never happened before. That is unprecedented. That, that it flew briefly over some part of the U.S. or continental U.S., that's one thing. But what we saw this week, it's unprecedented. And that's why everyone's reacting the way they're reacting. We've never seen this. So th- this is no comparison to anything that may have happened up to this point. So why the determination not to upset the Chinese? Why the determination to meet with them as if they had not just humiliated Biden? Why? Because the Biden crime crew is up to its biggest grift ever. Well, that we know of. If you listened to Battleground last week, you know that last week, Joe Biden did something shocking. He closed down the single most strategically important mine in the United States of America. ton of coal comes out of there. It's in Minnesota uh, in the upper northeast corner. But it also is home to 88% of our cobalt reserves, a third of our nickel, a third of our copper. In other words, everything our tech industry needs for us to continue to advance technologically, but also key metals that our defense industry needs to build the key technological components of our defense strategy. So when Joe Biden, using some wacko environmental excuse, took that mine offline for 20 years, it was jaw-dropping. But it was the second story last week that was really shocking. John Kerry, climate czar, meanwhile, was in China cutting a secret deal with the Chinese to buy those very minerals. In other words, giving China a sort of veto power over our defense industry, since most of our metals would now be off limits to us. So at the same time he's shutting down the U.S. mines, he's cutting a deal. Kerry is with China to buy those same 
metals. What does this mean? With our metals off the market and inaccessible to us, China can charge an arm and a leg. Again, no one was supposed to find out about this deal. And keep in mind who John Kerry is. John Kerry's not just Biden's climate czar. He's a key player in Biden's grift. It's actually amazing that the Kerry family hasn't got more attention like Hunter Biden has. Maybe because uh, Chris Hines, who was Hunter Biden's business partner, Chris Hines partnered with Hunter Biden in Rosemont Capital. Rosemont Capital was the parent company of Rosemont Seneca. Rosemont Seneca and its allied arms would take in over $31 million from Chinese Communist Party connected companies. And again, folks, those are just the deals we know of. That's five deals, $31 million, right? That's why Kerry went over there. His family has been smack in the middle of the Biden grift for a very long time. Here's Representative Peter Strauber on Kerry sneaking off to China. And again, this was not a deal that was announced by the U.S. government. It leaked. The House is investigating John Kerry's secret climate negotiations in China now. I do want your thoughts on these secret meetings between Kerry and China. The fact of the matter is, what does the communist country of China have over this, uh, the Biden and this administration? Why would he refuse to use United States labor for mining critical minerals? And why would he put a special envoy in John Kerry to secretly make uh, agreements with the country of China? It's unacceptable. We have to put America first, America workers first, and America security first. Fox News describes this critical mine this way. It provides vast domestic supplies of minerals like copper and nickel that are necessary for renewable energy, computer systems, defense applications, and essential household products. This is a massive veto power for China. And it's a massive profit operation to jack the prices up that China can make by taking it out of our ability to get. So, uh, as John Kerry literally cuts this deal, the Chinese know we're going to buy the metals. They know they're going, that we're um, going to take this mine offline. Re- literally, simultaneously with this, you get the launch of the balloon. This is why they knew they could do it. And this massive deal, I don't know what the Bidens get for it, but I bet you it's big. This massive deal is why the Bidens and everyone around them didn't want to scuttle the meeting of our Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, with the Chinese. By the way, Blinken himself, this is shocking. He was a manager of the UPenn Center. He took a large salary paid for in Chinese donations. His home should have long since been raided by the FBI. In fact, it would have been in a just country. Why? If he was the manager, the directing manager of the UPenn Biden Center. That's where the largest tranche of the classified documents were. And the scale of it is potentially massive. So you've got now Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, acting as operating manager of the Penn Biden Center, where Biden parked, according to Fox News, 33 pallets holding 1,875 boxes and 415 gigabytes of electronic records from his entire tenure, a place that we know Chinese nationals came and went from. These are the people who were desperate to meet with the Chinese and even more desperate not to offend them in any way by stopping their spy balloon. 
in any way. Now, if I'm just a mom who does a talk show and a podcast and I can figure this out, guarantee our intel agencies know, our Pentagon knows, our defense intelligence agency knows, they all know. And yet they all sang from the same script, doing anything it took not to shoot this thing down until public opinion, public pressure forced their hand. It was a freakish display of who now controls America and countries all over the world. Well, they understood perfectly what it meant. Don't depend on America. They won't defend you. Heck, they're not even willing to defend their own airspace. With Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.